Welcome to The Do Zone, where real entrepreneurs share real strategies about getting things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. Tag me at JT Literally and show me what you do in The Do Zone. Every week, I'll pick the best posts to feature across all my social networks. This podcast is brought to you by Factor One. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur who's looking to hit seven this year, there are three key shifts you need to make right now in order for it to be possible. Go to imfactor1.com now, and I'll show you exactly what those three key shifts are and how you can get them set up for your business in less than six minutes. Once again, that's imfactor1.com. Today's guest is Daniel Marcos. He is the co-founder and CEO of Growth Institute, the leading online executive education company for C-level executives at fast-growing firms. He is a keynote speaker, columnist from Inc. Magazine, and a CEO coach with a mission to help 1 million entrepreneurs scale their impact and reduce drama in the process. Danielle, welcome to the Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Have clarity of what they want. I see a lot of entrepreneurs running like chickens without head, trying to do too many things. And when I ask them, why is this important? They have no idea. Mm. So when you really sit them down to think, they're doing a lot of things that doesn't matter. So the one thing that you need to do is first have clarity of why you need to do that and why it's so important and why that's going to add value to you. Uh, there's a study in Harvard that proves that more companies die of indigestion than of lack of opportunity. There's a lot of opportunity in the world. There are too many ways to make money. The problem is that people try one thing and then after two months, it doesn't work. They go do another one, another one, another one, and they never focus on really getting something done that is important. And when you challenge them, when you ask them, they have no clarity of why, or they're chasing the wrong shiny object because they don't get it. So let me tell you a quick story uh, that I think will make Please. a lot of sense. I, I, I just want to make a quick comment here that I I 100% agree with you and the what it what it comes down to is if you if you don't have clarity on what you want or a destination if you don't have a destination the road trip is going to be all over the place you're Remember, going to make all kinds of Alicia wrong turns in Wonderland Alicia in Wonderland she's walking <laughs> in Wonderland and she sees the rabbit and said rabbit I'm going in the right direction and the rabbit says where you want to go. I, I don't said, know. Yeah, so continue walking. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's so, so tell us the story. So quick story. The other day, I get hired by two entrepreneurs. I, I'm originally from Mexico City. I live in the U.S. now. But 20 years ago, I was coaching a company, and these two brothers that own a company came to me and said, "Hey, I want to go to the east, and my brother wants to go to the west. We want to hire you to tell us who's wrong." And I'm like, that's aggressive, but okay, let's have a conversation. So imagine you're in Mexico City or any city in the U.S. if you want. If you're in the city, in let's say Dallas, and you go to the east, you're going to hit Florida. You're going to go to the beach. If you're in Dallas and go west, you're going to hit California. You're going to reach the beach. So I tell them, what do you want to do? You want to reach the beach? I know like, both of you are right. No, 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 but what has to be wrong? Well, if your only goal is to go to the beach, both sides will take you to the beach. And they were like, but what has to be wrong? No. What is wrong is where you want to go. 
If they say, oh, I want to go to Miami Beach and stay at the Four Seasons and rent whatever villa. And, but now we could have clarity. Now I could tell you going to the East is the right direction, right? But usually when we are in business, the decision is we need to sell more, sell more, sell more. And I was like, yeah, you could sell this phone, you sell more. You could sell a glass, you sell more. You could sell a pen, you sell more. No, no, sell, sell. That's a disaster. You have to be very, very clear. What's your business proposition? How you make money? Where do you have the margins? Once you have all of that very, very clear, people say like, ah, so this is the only thing I need to do. And I'm like, yes, anything else doesn't matter. Once they have that clarity, it's usually very easy to make money and grow any business. And, and why do you think, Daniel, that clarity is so hard for us to find or to have? So usually when you start a business, you um, start with a mindset of not enough, not enough money, not enough time, not enough resources, not enough anything. And the only thing you're trying to do is get enough, get enough time, get enough money, get, get enough just. So you're trying to survive and all the time just trying to get your eye on top of the water. But once you get there, because you're used to this, then you just raise the water and said, I'm going to spend more money because I'm already making money. And then you're on the water again. And then you raise the water again, and then you raise the water again. And you're always with this mindset that there's not enough. So whenever you talk about getting cash, yes, if I sell this, I get cash. If I sell this, I get cash. And we don't see what it's important to sell. Or if you sell your glass of water, you won't be able to drink any more water and you're going to die. But if the only thing that you care is making cash, you sell a glass of water, right? So, so it's really stopping to think as an entrepreneur and really said, okay, why am I doing a business? Why is this important? Why is this my passion? What is the product or service I'm going to offer the world? What does the world really need as a product or service? And then you start having a lot of conversations and thinking about this. And then you start adding. As an example, we've been helping companies implement a model called Scaling Up by Vern Harnish for many years. The one thing that I ask them to do is stop operating for one day a quarter to think. And at the beginning, that's impossible. If I stay one day to think, my company is going to go under. I'm like, no, you're going to sell double. You're going to make double the amount of money. But you have to stop, think for a day, plan your race or your quarter or whatever, and then dedicate the rest of the quarter just to execute it. And usually, you just focus on whatever is important, and you have uh, a lot of attention, focus, energy on one thing. You create that, and then that gives you an abundance mindset. Hmm. Well said, well said, and and so uh, what I'm what I'm hearing from this is uh, there's there's almost a little bit of self sabotage that happens because we're we get addicted to that stress and the hormones that are released when we're under stress, and we just keep putting ourselves in this state of panic, which does not allow us to keep our heads above water, which does not allow us to see onto the horizon and what's possible. And the cycle repeats and it repeats and it repeats. And, and your suggestion on how to get out of that is you need to take a day away, plan, think, get into that creative 
mindset, which you can't do when you're in crisis mode. You can't be creative when you're in crisis. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? That's correct. So um, I, I've had several companies. Uh, one of them went under. And my company was having a lot of trouble. And um, an investor called me and said, hey, how are you? And I just rambled for like 45 minutes, everything that I was doing to save the company. And at the end, he said, can I ask one question? And I was like, yes, of course. When do you think? And I was like, what do you mean? I'm thinking all the time. I'm thinking while I'm talking to you. I'm thinking when I'm walking. Don't tell me to think. I'm already I'm thinking. It. <laughs> right? I got even offended that he asked that question. <laughs> and the guy said, you've been rambling for 45 minutes. Nothing of what you're doing makes sense. And he sat me down and started asking questions. And I felt like the worst fool because I was getting deeper into trouble. Mm. And so you've taken these lessons and you've applied them and obviously become very successful as a CEO coach. And so tell me a little bit about what are, what are some of the things that, that you really focus on when you're first taking on a client? Like where do you really focus first? And, and who is a good client for you and, and how can they connect with you? So I usually ask them a lot of questions and people say, okay, what's your process? I'm going to ask you a lot of questions so you don't make mistakes. And they say, but what's the process? We're going to ask a lot of questions. Every time you come with an idea, I'm going to challenge your idea. And the way you defend your idea is that it's going to tell me how important the idea is. If I ask you one question, and this happens a lot, they just get desperate and said, but I'm, I'm paying you to coach me. And I was like, I'm trying to do that. But if you don't even have a logical explanation to the answer that I, uh, the question I asked you, that means you don't understand what you're doing. And we just help them take a space and get clarity. Um, and uh, usually, uh, you, will, you will be impressed with this, they're working in doing something that they hate. Mm. But they've been doing it for so long that that's just what they know how to do. And that's, they've been in this rabbit hole running in this. And they haven't even stopped to think, is that really what they really want to do? So I help them to kind of take a step back do a personal plan, and then we build a business plan that is aligned to their personal plan. So here's what happens. If you have a, a business plan and you start building a business, the business starts growing and it starts taking all of your life. And your personal plan goes to the corner and you stop having time with your kids, time with your wife, stop doing exercise, and you start making yourself and your family and your personal life very, very small because the business is really, really big. I said, no. Let's build a personal plan, and then let's build a business plan that goes aligned to the personal plan. And now you could move them and grow them and direct them together. It's super powerful what we do. I've read probably 1,200 business books, so I bring a lot of methodologies that I use and process systems. But, but it's not about the system of process. It's about sitting down and thinking and getting clarity. I'll give you a quick example. I have a client in the U.S., in Dallas. And, and just just really quick, that's a that's another strong point that you've shared here that I think is worth repeating. There's always going to be a hack. There's always going to be a strategy. There's always going to be like a Pomodoro technique or something like that. But uh, I've I've had this said before, I think on one of my previous episodes, hacks require me to always be learning the next thing. Whereas if I'm focused on the fundamentals 
of how to actually be a productive person, then I never have to reinvent the wheel. I just keep doing the things that work. It's like the, the typical brain surgeon that's going to take five minutes on operating your brain and charges you $50,000. Is he going to charge me $50,000 for five minutes? Yeah, but I've studied 30 years exactly where to cut. So I'm charging you for five minutes of cutting, but 30 years of knowledge of where to cut so you don't go crazy after I cut your brain. <laughs> yeah please don't please don't cut my brain unless you're a brain surgeon for 30 years so, and so and so daniel how uh who who do you help specifically and how can so, they connect with you i help entrepreneurs doing let's say 10 million above usually uh be able to do two things scale their impact and reduce their drama everyone wants to do things in a bigger way but they also want to have a better quality of life and less drama in their company. Um, and I usually help them implement the right systems and processes for them to do that. I'll give you an example I was saying. I have a client in Dallas. Does around probably eight, nine million revenue and probably nets two and a half, three million to his pocket every year. And he hires me and said, your job is that I don't make any dumb things. My business is great. But all the time, because I get bored the way my business is, I want to invent all these things. And whenever I invent new things, I usually get in trouble. Your job is to make sure I don't make any dumb mistake. And every call we have, he brings two or three new ideas. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And my job is to kill probably 15 out of the 16. <laughs> and he does one. And that's the one that's going to double his business. Yeah. Instead of running and doing 15 of them. That's right. Um, and, and the best way to prove this, Amazon has a tool called the six-page memo. If you want to go to the board and bring an idea or the leadership team, the only way you could bring an idea is writing a six-page memo of how that, once it's executed and how to achieve it correctly, is going to have an impact in the company. If you don't write a six-page memo, you cannot come to the board. What do you think that happens? Imagine you're writing a six page, like you're by page two and you realize what you're doing makes no sense. It's a waste of time. <laughs> and so, I'm already a third in my space. Yeah. yeah. I don't... But, but if you don't write the six page memo, you go to the board and you distract 20 or 30 people for five hours. Yeah. And you, you spend 300 hours, or whatever, right? Running chickens without an egg. You have to write a six page memo. That's right. Makes sense. And so how can uh, uh, how can we connect with you and learn more for those that, that want to learn more about your service? So I do two things. I do personal coaching where I help entrepreneurs and CEOs take these decisions that I just explained. And then I have a company that I help grow their team. Um, usually leaders said, hey, I want my team to do this, but I'm afraid of delegating to them or I don't want them to do it or I'm micromanaging them all the process. And I say, why you do that? Because I don't trust them. So for you to scale a company, you have to scale decision-making. And if you want to do decision-making, you have to trust the people you delegate decision-making. Um, so we have a company that I help CEOs decide, and they have a company called Growth Institute that I help them train their team and grow their team so the team could really scale the company. So we always said, if you want to scale your company by 10x, 
you first have to scale your team by 10x and not in quantity, mm-hmm. in quality and capabilities. So once we help you take the right decision, then we help you build a team with the right capabilities for them to be able to delegate or execute what you ask them to delegate or to ask them to do. So danielmarcos.co is my personal page and that's the one I use to do CEO coaching. And then Growth Institute is the one that we use to scale the team and really take your team to the next level. Okay, very good. danielmarcos.co? Yep. Okay. And growthinstitute.com. Say the last one one more time. Growthinstitute.com. Growthinstitute.com. Got it. Thanks very much, Daniel Marcos, for coming on here and sharing a little bit of wisdom about how you get things done. Really appreciate you. For those who are interested in connecting with Daniel directly, you can go to danielmarcos.co or growthinstitute.com. That's Uh, right. That's that's the time that we have for today. Uh, If you listen to us on your morning commute or your workout or you're somewhere out in the field, be sure to snap a selfie and tag me at JT literally and tell me what you do in the do zone. Also, if you're ready to break the seven-figure barrier with your business, but you know what got you here ain't going to get you there, we can help. Go to IamFactor1.com now and let's see how much impact we can make in less than six minutes. Know this, you are Factor One for your own success. Now let's get to work. If you're a small business doing at least six figures and you're trying to level up, but you keep getting smacked down, pay attention. There are outside forces at play that you're almost certainly not aware of. No, I'm not talking about the president, the economy, the Federal Reserve, or inflation. I'm also not talking about your industry, your competition, or current market conditions. I'm talking about you. There are invisible forces that are keeping you from breaking through to the next barrier in your business. That's why you keep repeating the same cycle year after year. You think next time will be different, but what you don't realize is that you're running through a huge maze and your opponent has every turn memorized because your opponent built the maze. Until you get your hands on a map and come up with a plan of attack and execute it, you're just going to keep running circles over and over and you'll lose every time. You'll never find the exit without a plan. The good news is your opponent is predictable. Your opponent follows the rules. You can beat your opponent because you don't have to follow the rules. You see, you have free will. Your opponent is restricted to the rules of the game, but you can make your own rules. You just got to have a plan. And in order to get a plan, you first have to take responsibility for putting yourself in that maze without a map to begin with. Because you are factor one for your own success. Your opponent is your comfort zone. If you're ready to stop running circles in the same circuit year after year and finally break free from the maze, join factor one. We are a unique development program for six-figure entrepreneurs. We'll airdrop into your exact location of the maze with a paper and pen, and we'll help you draw a clean map to the exit using our bird's eye view. We'll also arm you with the tools you need to defend yourself properly, and we'll walk with you shoulder to shoulder to make sure you get out safely this time. We don't leave anybody behind that doesn't want to be left there. Join us. Go to imfactor1.com right now, and let's talk about getting you out of that maze once and for all.